Agile Empath Podcast. This is season four, Motivating Multi-Generational Teams. This is episode one. I wanted to invite you to visit my website, theresilientpathway.com. We have a newsletter paid and um, you can subscribe for free with archived content for life coaching curriculum. Um, I also have some books for purchase and online classes, and you will see where you can find this online course with the full slide deck and resources. Hello, my name is Alexia Georgia Yu, and I'm a life coach. I'm also a university non-credit instructor at the University of Tennessee in Knoxville, Tennessee in the U.S. I'm an author of several books. I have 25 plus years working with individuals and families increasing well-being successfully. Uh, I started my own business over two and a half years ago and I had training in mental health and social work, and I wanted to further my education in business. So I earned a leadership and management certification from the Wharton Executive Education Program. Um, and I entered as a founder of uh, my business, and the Resilient Pathway is my consulting and teaching business. I also have a happiness coalition, the Knoxville Happiness Coalition in my town, and we have an aligned mission to increase well-being of citizens at work with the World Happiness Fest, and we put on two events yearly um, that are broadcast worldwide. I also have a faith-based coaching component. And that's a specialty that I have uh, with my life coaching with positive psychology because I completed a two-year school in teaching the Bible. Uh, so I bring all of this to motivating multi-generational teams. So my skill set is really integrating the human behavior and psychology uh, I was pleasantly surprised to hear the business professors talking culture, talking human behavior, talking psychology, how important this is um, in our motivation and at work. Specifically, we're going to talk about the generations in work, how to motivate, what do we have in common, Necessary soft skills and collaborative leadership. 70% of organizations say leading multi generational workforces is important or very important for their success over the next 12 to 18 months, but only 10% say they're very ready to address this trend. So how ready do you feel in your organization and your position, uh, whether you are managing, leading, working with, all of the above, uh, to motivate and lead multi-generational workforces?
Deloitte Insights, May 15, 2020, only 6% of our survey respondents strongly agree that their leaders are equipped to lead a multi-generational workforce effectively. So the perception of the employees say, we're not really equipped to do this. More than half of the Deloitte Insights survey respondents, 52%, say they consider generational differences to some or a great extent when designing and delivering workforce programs. So half of the people are thinking this way and we need to get the other half on board. Okay, so let's define diverse populations in our workforce. LGBT plus, race, gender, multi-generations. Who are the LGBTQ workers or LGBT plus workers? Now in 2018, the statistics showed 4.5% of the U.S. population was identifying as lesbian, gay, bisexual, or transgender. As of February 2021, that is up to 5.6%. Now, the articles that I'm reading is pointing to the fact that people are feeling more comfortable to talk about their sexual orientation. We're also going to see that the younger people are identifying more um, with LGBT+. Plus. Um, so at the time of this um, study, there was an estimated 11 million LGBT plus people and 88% are in the U.S. workforce. One of the main reasons LGBT identification has been increasing over time is that younger generations are far more likely to consider themselves to be something other than heterosexual. This includes about one in six adult members of Generation Z. And going forward, we are identifying them as Gen Z. Those aged 18 to 23 in 2020. And this is a brand new report coming out in Gallup uh, 2021. Now you will receive a reference sheet with everything referenced, several PDFs that you can read over and study for yourself. Uh, you will also see some videos that are a bonus to this presentation that you'll be able to watch. So race and ethnicity statistics, um, and this is um, according to the U.S. Bureau in the U.S., we have 78% white, 17% are Hispanic, 13% black, 6% Asian, then we have 1% American Indians and Alaskan Natives, and 1% Native Americans and Pacific Islanders. Women are nearly half the workforce, so we have 75 million, 978, million women aged 16 and over in the labor force representing 46.9% of the total labor force. 
57.1% of women participate in the labor force compared to 69.1% of men. Now, during the pandemic in 2021, um, we have seen trends where more women have had to leave the workforce to care for families than men. Both have been impacted. Uh, definitely, you know, when the children were being schooled at home, online, and we're still seeing some of the schooling continues to be online. Uh, and in your country, you may say, well, we're still on lockdown. It varies among country. It varies among states in the U.S. It's even among our counties, there are different policies that we have to follow. So, for example, in my county, we have a mask mandate. In many counties in Tennessee, there are no mask mandates. Um, and so we've seen the women be affected and have to leave their jobs. Uh, and that's of concern because we thought that the roles were more equal within the partnerships and the marriages. And women do about five times more housework than men. And that was reported by the McKinsey Report in September of 2020. So the generations in the workforce. We have the silent generation. They are the elders. 1928 to 1945 are the years that they were born, and it's 3% of the workforce. Now, there are some studies coming out, and they are talking about, you know, should people have a retirement age? Should we be retiring? And what happens to our mental and physical health is there a decline that's related to stopping work? Can we continue to live productive lives? Do we have enough hobbies? And so, you know, we see a lot of our leaders are the silent generation in the U.S. If you look at our Congress, for example. And so, Will this be increasing? Are we going to change how we view our elders? In certain cultures, elders are highly respected, and people look to the silent generation for wisdom, for storytelling, to learn. And I do believe we need to have more reverence and to teach every generation, especially our youth, uh, the wisdom that the silent generation has to offer. Then we have the baby boomer generation, born 1946 to 1964, with a population of 41 million in the workforce in the U.S. Generation X, uh, this is my generation, we were born 1965 to 1980, 54 million uh, of us, 33% of the workforce. Now, we're a little bit forgotten. I think we feel neglected. And when we were growing up, we were the latchkey kids. We were the first generation where our parents were divorcing. And my parents stayed together, and yet they both worked. And that was very new. Uh, so those were the happenings in our generation. Um, and we get skipped a lot because we're seeing that the millennials have overtaken the baby boomers. Um, and Generation X is kind of just there. 
Um, and so the millennials, born 
and wanting personal freedom. Millennials are idealistic with hope to fix the problems in the world and want to enjoy life as they do it. They have goals, are gadget conscious, and oriented globally. More sociable and self-confident, though may border on entitlement or self-absorption at times. Competitive, multitasking is a way of life, Contribution is the key to accomplishment and they appreciate feedback. So it's really interesting that we each generation has something specific that is key to accomplishment. So it's really good for you to take the guide from Wharton. Um, you're given the link on how to download it and to look at what is the key to accomplishment for each generation. us today we have split up this teaching into four parts stay tuned hello my name is Alexia Georgia you I'm a life coach author speaker and university non-credit instructor please visit my website theresilientpathway.com we have resources, live coaching curriculum, books, online classes. I'm also available for team building on Zoom and in person and speaking engagements, virtual, hybrid, in person. You can reach me at alexia at theresilientpathway.com. That's A-L-E-X-I-A at theresilientpathway.com.